Hey, now, I'm going to give a different angle and some perspective on the topics that had occurred during the week. I'll try to make some sense out of all of it through commentary and opinion, and I'll do that on the other side of this intro. Please stay tuned. Welcome. You are listening to the commentaries and opinions of another opinion. I'm the host, Marlon Hughes, and I can be reached at MarlonJane.com. 29 at gmail.com. Hey, what's up? I'm your host, Marlon, and I'm glad that you are here listening to the first of many of my commentaries and opinion shows. If you like what you hear, and if you're in tune with the topics and subject matter, please consider hitting the like and thumbs up button. And if you're kind enough, please subscribe to the podcast. It is available wherever you get your podcasts. So let's get right down to it. A lot has been said over the last two to three, maybe four weeks of the recent court's ruling on Roe versus Wade. Ever since it leaked and ever since it came down, when they struck it, there has been a lot of opinions and there's been a lot of commentary surrounding that particular ruling. Somehow that this ruling Roe versus Wade was hanging on by a thread anyway, because it's been it has simply been attacked ever since the courts ruled in favor of that abortion rule back in the 70s. It's it's been attacked ever since by by religious groups. The rise of the evangelicals, uh, white evangelicals and and their radical, I would say radical teachings and beliefs about life inside of the womb. This is not my commentary or opinion about whether life begins in the womb, when it starts and all of that other stuff. I leave that up to the professionals. They don't want us to have a lot of knowledge. And and as being a man, I really don't have a dog in a fight on that. When life begins, is it viable inside of the womb or outside of the womb? I, I don't know anything about that. I don't carry a child. My role in procreation is very limited and small. I just provide the seed. <laughs> that's it I don't carry the child I don't have morning sickness I don't go through all of those things so I have absolutely no right to tell a woman when and how to have one or when it is appropriate for her to have an abortion so I'm not going to even go into that all I'm saying is that this was a long time coming because it kept being attacked for so many years, decades, even decades since the 70s, that we know that we was going to come down to this moment because of the message that the evangelical Christian right has been providing all of these decades. Coupled with with the media, mainly Fox News and other far right media groups have been putting out there for the masses to get people to see their beliefs 
in their views and the lack of support by the Democratic Party to codify that rule. Not only to codify that ruling and making it law so you can have legal abortions or legal medical services for that type of thing, but it will also stave off other rights from falling as well. What my opinion and my commentary is going to cover for this small brief moment is the slow erosion of the absolute individual right to choose. Whether it is an abortion, whether it is someone that you want to be with, who you want to marry, who you will have sex with, the absolute right for an individual to choose what's best for themselves. Now, I'm not being... I'm not talking about absurd stuff from children and all of that stuff. I'm, that's absurd. I'm talking about a grown individual with the knowledge that is necessary to make an informed choice for themselves. I see that being eroded. And this is the first domino to fall. This ruling that was brought on by a majority conservative court took away that basic right for an individual to choose for a large segment of people, mainly women. Whether you want to say that those women now are second class citizens or not, that is beside the point. The point is that a choice was taken away from an human to make choices for themselves. And that conservative court with the influence of far-right evangelical Christians that has taken over the political scene in the United States can do that and have that kind of influence on a court that's supposed to uphold laws that has precedent Anything is next now. Same-sex marriage. Privacy in the bedroom. The choice to rather go eat at this restaurant or pray at this church or attend this church or not to attend this church. Choice is being taken away from us. And the sad thing about it is, is that the majority of people in the United States don't see it coming. They don't. They always think that the law is going to provide some sort of cover for them that it, it can't happen here, but it is. Slowly but surely, marginalized groups are getting basic freedoms taken away from them. Legally taken away from them. What's next? Who knows at this point? The door's open now. And along with this freedom of choice that I've seen that is being taken away, 
the thing that causes me the most headache right now is the lack of strength, the lack, the lack of any heart and guts to do something about it from the Democratic Party. They are in power right now. They hold the White House. They hold the, the House. Well, they hold the Congress, the White House. And they can't get nothing done. Let it be the Republicans up there. And they do whatever they have to do to get their agenda done. Whether it's putting, whether it's putting like-minded judges on the court, whether it's giving tax breaks to the 1%, whatever it is, the Republicans are in lockstep with one another and they get shit done. But the, the Democrats, they're fumbling all over each other. They can't even come to a consensus and we are having freedoms taken away from us and they are singing the same sad fucked up ass song not doing anything about it oh sure the president wrote some damn executive order that won't stand past his presidency you got democrats in the house and in the senate that ain't doing a damn thing in the senate where things are supposed to be happening for us and they can't even they can't even pass anything that's going to help the people out here because two senators are standing in the fucking way i ain't got to call their names if anybody is following any kind of politics on any kind of level know who they are their names are in the news all the goddamn time our choices are being taken away this is just the start. It is my opinion that we just cannot rely on these public servants, these politicians that we elect in the office term after term after term old enough to be in a fucking grave. But they still up in there. These same people. We can't rely on them. I think at some point it is up to us, the people, to do something about it and let them know that we're not going to keep letting them take shit away from us. Let me know what you think. I can be reached at Marlon Jean, that's one word, 29 at gmail.com. Be right back with another opinion for you just after this. I'm going to throw out another opinion. And as we go along or go forward into this new format here of me giving commentaries and opinions, you'll come to find out that I am a big sports fan. Uh, particularly, I like college football. I'm a college football fan and uh, I, I do root for a certain college football team. You'll find out down the road. 
right now my commentary is going to be about the the the, the biggest newsworthy thing that has been out there for quite some time um concerning Deshaun Watson concerning him Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns uh, a lot has been said if you follow sports a lot has a lot has been said about each of these entities how um Deshaun Watson didn't want to play for the Houston Texans and wanted out of his contract and then all of these accusations of sexual harassment, sexual assault, uh, him not playing a full football year, uh, Baker Mayfield, how he came up with a great 2020 year, taking the, the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. And even winning a playoff game the first time in like almost two decades, uh, for the Cleveland Browns, uh, things was looking up last year, uh, in 2021 gets hurt in the second, uh, game of the season, uh, had a terrible season by, uh, by any standards playing hurt, uh, locker room became toxic. He, um, it was reported that he was childish, so on and so forth. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, um, cut ties with him, uh, pursued Deshaun Watson, gave Deshaun Watson a 230 plus million guarantee contract over the life of four years while he still got over 20, uh, lawsuits going. Which he settled most of them already. Uh, uh, just, just toxic male toxic sports figured like behavior across professional sports, right? As a football fan or as an athlete or a football fan in myself, I, I, I was really disappointed in how all of that played itself out, right? The Cleveland Browns, in my view, shouldn't have. <laughs> How can I say this? Let's just say it. The Cleveland Browns shouldn't have done Baker Mayfield the way they did him, regardless of how the relationship was and the reports that's coming out, how the relationship was as an organization of any type. You don't do your workers that way. And. Baker Mayfield had a part to play in how all of that went too. You don't be hostile toward the people that employ you. But the biggest glaring thing for me is the fact that they give a person guaranteed money the way they gave Deshaun Watson given the fact that he had all these accusations and I mean, come on, it's over 20 women that just, that said that he did such a thing to them. And if he's totally innocent, why are you paying him off? That doesn't make any sense to me. If I'm innocent, I'm going to fight the charges. I'm not going to be afraid. Yeah, let's take this to court. And I'm not paying you a dime. 
if I'm innocent of all charges. Just by you settling on over over 20 cases, you're settling, says something. It speaks volumes. I don't know if I can. I, I just don't think that I'm a fan of that right there. I, I at one at one point I thought he was had he was a great talent, but I can't support him knowing that there is some truth to all of the accusations, and him paying them off just to get up just to pay them off like that. It just it. It shows your guilt. And out of all of this that is going on right now, there's still a chance that he won't even play this season. The ruling hasn't even came down from the NFL yet. It's just been the, the, the little trial, I guess you want to call it, that the NFL does. It's little, um, uh, this um, arbitration, whatever you want to call it. I can't think of the word right now, but it just ended a couple of weeks ago. So they're all waiting on hand, uh, pins and needles on this ruling that's going to come out, come out from this, this arbitrary judge. You know, as usual in the sports world, they have these little leaks that comes out one way or the other so it's kind of mixed right now but anything in my view anything less than a full year suspension of Deshaun Watson is a joke seriously it's a joke anything less than a full year is a joke Assault is an assault, whether it's physical or sexual, it's an assault. And what message are you sending if you allow this person to play? Because like I said in the beginning, out of 22, 24 women, there's got to be some truth to it. Not that many people is going to lie against you. And then you're paying them off in these civil courts, in these civil trials, in these civil courts, you're paying them off. You're not even going into the trial to try to defend yourself. You're paying them off. So that is showing your guilt in some form. No, anything less than a year. That the NFL imposes punishment on this man. Anything less than a year is a fucking joke. Period. Right now, the National Football League, the Office of the Commissioner, and all of the owners. Got something to prove right here. They're, 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 they're on the clock. They're on the clock right now. Anything less than a year is a joke. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. Or you can reach me at marlingene29 at gmail.com. 
We'll come back and finish wrapping this up in just a moment. everything and recap what we talked about today the biggest thing out of the the two the two topics that i spoke about today the biggest thing that is really blaring in my mind and in in my face right now is the erosion of freedoms here in our society in the united states and it seemed like the first thing that comes here is the freedom of choice. Our choices are being taken away from us. Who we vote for, who we see, who we love, any decisions that we can make on our own personal stuff, I just see it being taken away. And I'm just going to lay it at the feet of the evangelical white Christians. Sorry. Not sorry. That's where I'm going to lay it at. We, I had a discussion with someone uh, not too long ago, a few weeks ago about it. And uh, I was I, I was educated that throughout history, throughout history, white Christians were the perpetrators of a lot of bad things that went on in societies and this is just one of them a long string a long list of other atrocities that has happened through the eons decades centuries this is just one of many of them that is the the, the biggest glaring thing in the mirror right now the uh, the the issue with Deshaun Watson is it is it's of a it's of a sports nature. It's just the nature of professional sports and how winning the game is more important than any moral outrage that's going on. And if the NFL wants to clean up is if the NFL wants to clean up its image and bring more people into into their sport and be relevant with all the social issues that they are tackling or taking on at this moment, the ruling that comes down in the next couple of weeks about the Sean Watson and what he's doing and any kind of punishment that is going to come out of it best be more than a year. Or they're just not going to be taken relevant anymore as far as I'm concerned. I'll watch the sport because I love the sport. But I won't take the NFL seriously. Like I said before, tell me what you think. Please comment on the comment section. Please be kind to all of those that are commenting. And also, you can reach out to me at marling29 at gmail.com. And we'll see you again the next time. Ciao.